Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is, How Can I Stay on the Right Path? The scripture verse is Psalm 119, verses 9 to 11. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I love this verse because it asks a question and then gives an answer. I also love it because I am someone who loves to get direction. I'm not someone who likes to cook without a recipe or someone who does well with a recipe that says a dash of this or salt to taste. I like step-by-step clear instructions. I suspect that has something to do with me wanting to do everything the right way. There is a right way and a wrong way to do many things, and yet there's also plenty of things that don't have a right or wrong way to do them. God has been trying to teach me this lesson for a long time, and I'm a very slow learner with this lesson. A lot of times, there is not just one right way to do something, and as long as you're getting it done, the how doesn't matter as much. I know this, and yet I still want to do it all the right way. I think this comes out most when doing things for the Lord. I want to get it right. I want Him to be delighted with me. I'm always searching for answers on what God is calling me to do and what God wants from all of us. So this verse is great for me because it asks a question, tells us an answer, and then reinforces what was just said by repeating it in a different way. I also like it because it deals with a problem we have probably encountered. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? If we have children, then we have asked ourselves, and hopefully God, this question many times. We just want our kids to stay on the straight and narrow. This verse doesn't just apply to kids, though, or to young people in the world. It's for all of us, and it's great advice. Let's look at what it says. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. This is great. We have our answer. We just have to live according to God's word and we are all set. Does anyone else hear the answer to that question and just get more questions? Questions like, which words from God? Where do we find these words from God? I often think it would be great if there was a step-by-step guide to living my life. Just tell me exactly what to do. God does actually give us directions on how to live our lives. God started way back when Moses led the promised people out of Egypt. God knew his people had developed some really bad habits while they were living in Egypt. So he gave Moses the Ten Commandments to help guide them in their day-to-day lives. We are lucky enough to have the benefit of these commandments to help guide us in living our lives too. Another place we can look in the Bible 
for direction in our lives is the Proverbs. The Proverbs give us great direction and definitely teach us some things that we should do and some things we should not do. For instance, Proverbs 29.13 says, Those who conceal their sins do not prosper, but those who confess and renounce them find mercy. This instructs us not to conceal our sins. We should confess our sins and repent, and then we will find mercy. That is a great one. As the enemy tries to convince us we are better off if we don't tell anyone what we've done. Then the shame sets in, and it starts to eat us alive. The enemy tells us we will never be forgiven. However, if we listened to this proverb and just came right out and confessed it and repented, then we would be forgiven and there would be no need for shame. Proverbs 1.8 says, Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. This is another great one that many of us realize too late in life. When we are little, we don't want to listen to our parents. And then when we are teens, we decide that our parents don't know what they are talking about. They tell us something and we do the opposite because we are sure that they don't know what it's like to be a teen. We are sure they have never experienced the things that we are experiencing. We see them as adults and we forget they needed to pass through the teen years just as we do. I have heard that when children get to about their mid-twenties, they start to come around and ask their parents questions or for advice. We could all save ourselves some heartache if we just listened to this proverb and listened to our mothers and fathers. They are only trying to protect us. I asked some questions earlier and I want to make sure to answer them. Sometimes I ask questions to get us all thinking. They are questions that only you have the answer to. However, today's questions do have answers. The questions were, which words from God and where do we find these words? Which words from God is an easy question to answer. All of them. If God has said it in the Bible, God meant it. He did not say anything in the Bible casually. The Bible was intentionally thought out and written by people who were very close to God and were inspired by the Holy Spirit. You can stand on every single word in the Bible. The Bible will not lead you astray. The second part of the question was where do we find these words from God? One place we just talked about, and that's the Bible. There are so many good words in the Bible. If you haven't read the Bible, I suggest you start with the Gospels or with the Psalms. Both are good. I also love Acts. If you want to have someone guide you through reading it, I suggest the Bible in a Year podcast with Father Mike Schmitz. He is amazing and you will learn so much. Another place to find the Word of God is by sitting and just listening. God will speak to you if you give Him the time to listen. If you aren't familiar with this idea, let me first say that usually when you hear God speaking to you, it will sound like your voice in your head. This is important to realize If we are expecting a great, big, booming voice to come from the sky, we will either be greatly disappointed or we will think he's just not talking to us because we aren't hearing any booming voices. If you need guidance, I mean who among us doesn't, then you can ask the Lord a question and then sit quietly and he can give you an answer or some direction anyway. When you are sitting there listening, whatever comes into your mind, 
right after you've asked the question is usually from God. Don't question it. Don't try and talk yourself out of it. Write it down and pray about it. Listening to God's word may take some time and some practice as we do not believe that God will talk to us. I guarantee he wants to talk to you. He is just waiting for you to stop and listen. Will we give him a few minutes a day to see what God, our Heavenly Father, has to say to us? I heard a saying while in my Encounter School and Ministry Boston campus class, and then I heard it again at the School of Prophetic Ministry that we just had. The saying is, the value you place on the word you receive determines the power you receive from it. In other words, God can tell you something, and yet if you don't believe it, if you don't stand on that word, it won't have power in your life. Don't just ask God to talk to you and then ignore what he says. Write it down. Go back and read it. Remind yourself of it when times are hard. If you have received something from the Lord, you can stand on that word as a promise. You can use it as an affirmation or as something you remind yourself of every single day. The last line says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I didn't want to end today without pointing this line out. I am sure we all wish we didn't sin. Sin breaks our relationship with God, and who would want that? This verse gives us the answer to our problem of sinning. When we have hidden his word in our hearts, we might not sin against him anymore. In order to hide his word in our hearts, we first have to know his word. Get familiar with his word. Read it, listen to it, memorize it. If we want instruction on how to live this crazy, unpredictable life, all we need to do is turn to the Lord's word and we will find our answers. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, we want to hear your word. Please open our ears, our hearts, and our minds. We want to be able to stand on your word, Lord. Please help us. Show us how. Show us that your word is awesome and can be such a beacon of light in our dark times. Lord, I ask you to speak to each person listening to this episode sometime this week. I ask that they be able to hear what you say to them and that it blesses them. We love you, Lord, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. Remember, my book is for sale on my website now. If you buy it from my website, I will write a personal message and sign it before sending it to you. There's a link for my book and for my website in the show notes. Also, I want to remind you that I do send out an email newsletter each week with one of my podcasts and with a message from me and what's going on in my life. I will put a link for that in the show notes as well. When you do sign up for my email newsletter, you'll also get an audio training bringing Jesus into your everyday life. Thank you all for your support. I really appreciate it. I look forward to meeting you here again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed weekend.